Good evening. Today is Tuesday, June 14th, and we're studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is how it works, and we're on step four, and our speaker tonight is Shira Lee. Thank you so much, Shira. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Shira Lee, compulsive overeater, gratefully living in a recovered state for today. I love hearing that from Amy. Um, thank you so much for asking me to speak, um, Kaylee. I am really excited to be of service and to be at this meeting. Um, so I'm just going to start off how things were, and we'll take it from there. Um, I came into my first meeting 20 years ago. The way I came in was I was sitting with a friend of mine and we were talking and she was telling me what's going on in her life with her food and stuff. And I said, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't stop sugar. And she said, well, there's a place that I go to. Maybe you should come with me. It's called Overeaters Anonymous. And I said, Overeaters Anonymous? What are you doing in a place like that? Look at you. And she said, that's how I'm keeping this this way. Why don't you come with me? So I went to my first meeting. Um, it was all new. I didn't know what I was listening to. And I sort of left and never wanted to come back. Not sort of, I left. At the same time, and this is where a higher power steps in, um, I was asked to come hear a friend of mine speak. And I didn't know what that was really, but it turned out he was at a meeting for AA. And I went to the meeting. I thought it was a monologue initially because he's an actor. And I went and I heard, and I heard it in a different way somehow. Um, and at the time I was married and my husband was an alcoholic and I came home and I said, I've got the answer. I'm going to come with you to every single one of these meetings. I wish I had a reason to be there, not putting it together that I had my own reason yet. Anyway, that's where a higher power that has been with me all along stepped in. I started going to meetings. I got a pink cloud abstinence. Um, I started working with a sponsor. I was going to five meetings uh, a, a week. Um, and then it came time for the fourth step. And what I started realizing, and again, I never thought of myself this way, that I was, there was, had to be perfect. Things had to be perfect, but I wasn't a perfectionist because things weren't perfect, but it was time for my fourth step. I couldn't start it till I got the exact right book. It had to be a brown leather binder and the pen had to be just so, and I couldn't find the book. And when I found the book, I would start. And I kept looking and kept looking. And anyway, I started working on it when I found the book. I finally found the book. And it took me months, months, because the perfectionistic part of me was like, well, you, you have to go. You missed something. Oh, you missed that thing that happened in nursery school. And you missed the thing in the third grade. And who was the name of? I got so wrapped up in every single thing that had happened to me and wanting to do it right that it took me a very, very long time. But I did it. I did it. I did that. I did a fifth step. I got to my sixth step and my sponsor said to me, I don't think you're ready for your sixth step. And screech, the brakes went on. And that's when things just came to a halting screech. I, I was, you know, felt terrible. What was wrong? You know, I can't, I can't move forward. Um, got into Al-Anon, really started working that program because I needed for, uh, you know, for my marriage. And we, we had a child. We have a beautiful son together. Um, and I was out of OA in the way that I was initially, um, and really dedicated myself to Al-Anon, kept keeping my fingers in the OA rooms, but here's the thing, and I only realize this now, 
I didn't have a real connection with the higher power at all. I knew I wasn't it. I knew the earth spun. I knew things happened. It wasn't on me, but I didn't have a connection with what that power was and why that power would care about what I put in my mouth. And back then, you know, I could have a few days of eating sugar, stop, get into a few exercise classes and, you know, feel better. And as we all know, the disease is progressive. So let's fast forward to right before the pandemic. Um, I, was in, I was in relapse um, bad over the last few years. I'd have, you know, a few months, relapse, few days, relapse, no days, no days, no days, a few weeks. Um, and then the pandemic hit. Um, my father got very, very ill heart disease. Um, the gift of the pandemic was I was able to be there for him and pretty much moved in with my parents to help take care of my dad. But I was sugaring my way through it. I couldn't, I couldn't do any other way. I just was so present for him. I didn't, I didn't have a connection with the rooms. I didn't have a connection with a higher power. I just wanted to be there, you know, a thousand percent for my beloved dad. And I hit a real bottom and he passed away at the end of um, November, 2020. And um, I was at my worst. And um, again, a higher power, the God of my understanding, which I will get to, which I wasn't connecting with yet in the way that I am now, led me by a phone call from a friend from 10 years ago in the rooms who said, do you know some meetings on Zoom for OA? I'm having a hard time. And I said, no. And if you find some, please let me know. She'd been out of the rooms forever. Through her call, we both found our way and I started coming to meetings. Um, and I said, I've been doing 90 and 90 and I was still eating and I just kept coming and I kept listening and my camera was off and I was in the back and hiding, but I kept listening and I kept listening and something happened. And I can only say the grace of a power greater than myself. I love the name of this meeting, choose your own conception. I was graced with a surrender that I could never force on my own. I always tried to force it thinking I could make things happen because in other areas of my life, like work or this or that, I could make things happen. I could never do it with this disease. This disease totally and utterly, you know, knows no, uh, no ways of my getting in there to, to fix it on my own accord. Um, and I had the willingness and came to the rooms and listened and through the grace of my higher power, God of my understanding found all of you all started listening and found a willingness that was granted, that was graced upon me. Um, and for today, I am just over a year, just had my one year um, of, you know, no binging, no sugar, no, being in a recovery, in a recovered state, which I love hearing, I will never be cured, but just for today, I can have a daily reprise if I stay away from my alcoholic foods. So I found a wonderful sponsor, and a big part of that was, let's get you working through these steps. I'd never finished the steps. No surprise. How was I expecting that I was going to have recovery if I hadn't finished the steps? Let's get you through these steps vigorously. Let's move quickly. So we got to the fourth step. And, you know, again, I felt that, like, let me find the right, <laughs> let me find the right you know, sitting on the rock. I don't know what. And my sponsor said two weeks. I want it by the end of next Sunday. And I'm a good student, comes with my perfectionism. I get an assignment, I deliver it on time. Um, and I started working it. And the instructions were, 
don't go into the whole thing. Don't go into the whole spiel, like the top 20 that are, you know, sort of eating at you now. And as I heard, um, you know, on a, on a podcast, like keep it to 19 words or less, Harlan said. Don't go into the whole spiel. I'm a writer. I can write an entire script, novel, whatever. He did this, then there was this, and after that, blah. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. That was really helpful because it kept me out of all the, um, the details which don't matter. And what I really realized from doing this was it so much about ego reduction. So much of recovery is about ego reduction. I can't do it. I have no doubt in my mind I can't do this on my own. There is no doubt. It has been proven. I have done the experiments for many years. I can't do it alone. Um, and what started becoming very clear were my patterns, the patterns of, you know, what's my part, like writing what it is, again, the columns, and that last column of what's my part. So much of it was the perfectionism. And perfectionism, what I've come to realize is fear. It's fear of not doing it right. It's fear of you not liking me. It's fear of me not being the top. It's fear. It's just fear. You know, so much of all these character defects of mine is fear. It's just so much fear-based. And I didn't used to think that if somebody would have asked me, are you a fearful person? No, I can get up and speak in front of so many people. I work with so many people, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of fear. Um, a lot of people pleasing. Who knew? I would always say, I'm not a people pleaser. I'm just the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> I like to make sure I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, hello, that's people pleasing. I didn't realize that until, you know, I started doing a little more work in, in the steps. Um, wanting you to feel okay, not wanting to feel uncomfortable, not realizing that a lot of that is dishonesty. I didn't think I was a dishonest person, but when you'd say something that was upsetting to me and I didn't speak up and I just like, no, it's fine, no worries, I'll handle it, no problem, which I said a lot and still to this day have to watch myself. That is dishonest. That is dishonest. You know, so seeing the patterns, perfectionism, procrastination, paralysis, anger. I didn't think I was an angry person. I thought I could, you know, again, a big part of, 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 of really realizing what was going on um, and what was, you know, the, the emotions, the buildup of human emotions that was making me eat was, I'm fine. How are you? Don't worry. I'm okay. And trying to fix it on my own, not speaking up, not being vulnerable, not asking for help, feeling very uncomfortable asking for help or letting you know that I was struggling. You know, and in a meditation recently, HP, it came to me as help, please. And I was like, wow, who's, who said that? That's not me. Asking for help. You know, the, the, the ego reduction of, I can't do it. But that is what sets me free, speaking up more, asking. I'm, I'm struggling. I have to just tell you what's going on. Has been a huge, huge um, challenge and is getting, definitely getting better one day at a time and we got a long way to go. 
but that's why you never graduate. And I know that I used to think I'll figure this out. We'll fix it up. And, you know, boom, does not happen. I will be here forever. And I'm very grateful that people that I've met in these rooms, the insights, the awareness, the connection with a power greater than myself. What came to me through this time as well was losing my dad, the spirit of my father gave me a higher power. It gave me a higher power. The other thing that came to me was I live in New York City. I'm on a high floor. I'm on the 25th floor. And I look down and I see the Hudson River from my apartment. And in front of the Hudson River is this beautiful tree. And from either my bedroom or my living room, it is like 12 o'clock north. It is due north in both places. I don't know how it's sort of like a optical illusion, mathematical thing, but it seems like it's right in front of me in both windows. And that tree is always there and the tree changes its leaves, winter, spring, summer, fall. I didn't make it, you didn't make it, we didn't create it. And it's always there when I look out my window and I connect. And I was like, that's my HP tree. And again, I didn't come up with these things. I couldn't come up with this before. But through the recovery, through putting down my alcoholic food, through getting my head out of the vat of chaos and sugar, these things have come to me in prayer, in meditation. I couldn't meditate before. I couldn't sit still enough. I have a lot of energy. Don't know if you can tell, but I am able to sit and be still way more than I ever have. It used to be if I couldn't do 20 minutes in the evening and 20 minutes in the morning, like I had learned, well, screw it. You screwed up. And now I'm like, everything counts. One minute counts. 30 seconds counts. And the other day I got to 25 minutes and I was like, what? But again, that's not me. That is totally my HP tree, the God of my understanding. The other word I call God is the greatest one and only darling dad. My good God. So in doing this four step, you know, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. You know, that searching and fearless, that's hard. That's ego reduction. That's really shining a light on all the things. But you know what? There's a, such a freedom in that. And, you know, the, again, that like ego reduction, which is so much a part of recovery for me. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I love in this chapter, it says that the grouch and the brainstorm were not for us. and to me, what that means is like anger. And I looked up brainstorm back then meant like sort of a fit of, you know, sort of the sort of chaotic thinking these days, brainstorm has a different, you know, sort of a different feel, but um, I can't let myself get into too much of that. I, I go into that, that on awakening, that paragraph that says, you know, as we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful. And I'm like, you know what? I'm agitated and doubtful a lot. And agitated for me is anxiety. I'm going on a trip tomorrow. I'm going to Brazil for a friend's birthday and to celebrate, you know, a wonderful group of friends. That is a gift of my higher power. If I was in the sugar, there is no way in hell I would be getting on a plane, going to a faraway country with a lot of beaches. I love the ocean. Already in my head, I'm going through, you're not going to get in a bathing suit, blah, blah, you're this, you're that, you'd be in a sarong, you cover up, there's a hat, there's a, you know, <laughs> it's like, just put it all over and, Five and you know, the left. Thank you, love. Um, the, 
recovering part of me because I reach out, because I ask for help, because I talk about this, is as I've heard, as my sponsor said to me, no one cares. No one cares, you know? And I've said to myself, I am not going there for America's Next Top Model competition, you know? I'm going to have fun with friends. I love how another wonderful friend in this room says, choose joy, grab joy whenever you can. Grab joy. There's so much other stuff that's out of our control. Here's an opportunity to enjoy, to be at the beach. Who cares about my stuff? It's all between my ears. When I was 100 pounds, I didn't want to be in a bathing suit. It's never been good enough for me that perfectionistic mindset, which has been like, you screwed up breakfast, so wait until following Monday, which was next November, which was next, you know, era, millennium, you know, the idea that I can start my day over with food at any time, that was something that was told to me. And I was like, no, I can't, I had to wait till Monday. The idea that, you know, make an amends, something happens, just make an amends right there and then. You know, my mother and I, we get at it, but you know what? The one thing my dad had said was, I just pray that you and mommy get along better. That was one of his last wishes for me. And you know what, for today, that has happened. That's not me. That is connecting with the spirit of my higher power. And that is me speaking about it and shining a light on my character defects. And then, you know, the living amends of trying to be kinder to my mom one day at a time. And some days it's really good. And some days it's okay. And some days I'm a crazy, batshit, nasty biatch, you know? So um, God is doing for me what I could not and cannot and will never be able to do for myself. And I love that this meeting is, you know, just a reminder of like, we can choose whatever we want our God to be. Truth, beauty, love, justice. I've heard that too. It's just not me and it's not here and the, the chaos in my head and all these things like the bathing suit and the this and it's not good enough and don't let anyone know and I'm fine. That's all my will. The ego reduction is ask for help. Shine a light on my character defects so that I can be in the, the, the sunlight of my spirit. Going to Brazil is shining a light on the sunlight of my spirit. I'm going to be in the sun with friends. I don't want to live the life of hiding. I don't want that life of having my head in a vat of sugar and hiding and not wanting to see people and feeling terrible. And the only way I could feel better is by putting more of the stuff that kills, that kills the sunlight of the spirit. You know, sugar is my crack. So... I'm so grateful that I found my way back to these meetings, these rooms. I'm so grateful for all of you who share so honestly and openly and show me that vulnerability is the path to a freedom from what's going on between my ears. This disease is in my head. It is between my ears. And the thinking and the feelings cause me to think that this is the way to make myself feel better. And for today, I'm not doing that. And I am so grateful. And it's not me that's not doing that because I tried for damn well many years. It is connecting with you all and connecting with the spirit, the beautiful God of my understanding who actually does care what I put in my mouth because it kills my spirit when I take that substance in. And so for today- um, One minute. Thank you. Good timing. Um, 
I'm so grateful. I feel a lot of love for all of you. I feel a connection with all of you, even though we don't know each other and we're all over, we're all here with the same disorder and there's a great solution for all of us. And I am forever grateful and can't wait to hear you all. Thank you and much love. Wow, thank you, Shira Lee. That was really wonderful. I could have kept my heart up there all the time, but it just kept taking it down. Um, okay, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, Lita, would you please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker's asked a question, we um, also allow three minutes for the answer. And the Zoom host will go ahead and call the names in order, uh, Francesca, um, as she sees them. And okay, we're good. We're good to go. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, first, we have Kristen. Hi, this is Kristen, compulsive overeater, uh, recovered compulsive overeater in Houston, Texas. Um, I really loved that share. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. I really felt, um, I felt you on the writing out everything from everyone for the fourth step. I think that's a really natural um inclination, even for those of us that aren't creative writers, I'm a technical writer, but um, so my writing is definitely succinct and to the point. Um, but, uh, because we, I don't want to, I want to tell the story and I want to not be the one that's an asshole, right? Like if, if you only knew what this person did to me, then you would understand that I'm not really at fault, right? Like that's, and so taking, having the ability to do that taken away from me really helped me get to the heart of the matter more easily. And I, um, you know, and on my fifth step, I was also given the instruction, don't tell me the story. And if I started to tell stories, I was told, stop telling the story. And so I think that, and I've had to do the same thing. Um, uh, you know, one person would not listen to me. And I just get every time I was like, please don't tell me the story, please. don't." so, you know, but I think that I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's so important to how we do uh, the fourth step, um, the resentments part of the fourth step. And um, I uh, just also kind of want to touch base and say hello. Today is my belly button birthday and um, I, my boyfriend has COVID and I have plans with my girlfriends um, tomorrow and um, Chris offered to take me out to dinner at one of our favorite places and we were going to just sit outside and I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat my planned meals and I don't need to celebrate it with food let's just wait till you're better. And I'm going to go to my meeting. And that is, you know, 
what sobriety looks like to me. And I feel like it's a real gift. So thanks everyone for being here on my birthday. I know you didn't come for me, but thanks for being here. And uh, I will not be here tomorrow because I will be celebrating. So thanks everyone. Have a great night. Thank you, Kristen. Happy birthday. And uh, next we have Subin. Hi, I'm Subin, compulsive overreader. Thank you, Shirley. That was, um, I love you. <laughs> I can relate so much to like what you said. Um, I struggle a lot with perfectionism and I've had like um, former sponsors, like several like telling me like, this is a, like, this is, you're a perfectionist. And like, I feel like I still have like blind spot with it. And I kind of wanted to hear about like how you like surrendered that and like how you worked on that character defect with the help of your higher power. I feel like it's definitely like anxiety provoked. Like it's a lot of anxiety. It's like, there's no, yeah. It's just this constant state of anxiety. And yeah, I just wanted to hear your experience. Thank you. Thank you, Subin. Next we have Lita. Hi, Lita Compulsive Overeater. Shirley, thank you so much for that share. Watching you in this program, your grace, your recovery, you being a beacon of light to me in just myriad ways, um, outreach calls to you that become positively ridiculous and include anything and everything about recovery and anything else that like throws itself in along the way. Um, Probably, I just love the part with uh, the fourth step and then getting into steps beyond that too. And um, laughing a good deal over uh, procrastination is just five syllables for sloth. Um, thank you for continuing to sort of be a sister to me in this program. I remember after you had gotten your two week instruction for the fourth step shortly thereafter, I got my two week instruction. And when you told me that part about 17 words or less, I almost choked. But um, I got through it and I made my, de my deadline. I made my deadline that and other things. Um, yeah, the other thing that I just want to share that I'm super proud of is that I actually finished my 12th step today and I can begin sponsoring. And I am really kind of elated about that because um, with my previous sponsor, I never thought I was going to get past the fourth step. It was like being left back in school again and again and again and again and writing enough to get a PhD dissertation. So I am so grateful to my sponsor and to every single person in this room that has helped me grow every step of the way and worked every step with me. I never thought this would be possible. It's huge. I am so grateful to you all and have an amazing time on your trip, Shirley. You'll be amazing. Thank you so much, Lita, and congrats. And I'm so sorry, um, I was supposed to go back to Shira Lee for the question that Suba asked, so sorry. Um, so Shira Lee, please. Oh, oh, okay, so Suba, <laughs> um, so could you repeat again, it's about the perfectionism, right? That you were asking about that? Yep. Right, so I kind of wanted to hear you how you worked on that character defect or how you surrendered it or how you, yeah, overcame that character defect with the help of your higher power. Yeah. You know what? You know what I think it is? It's like, you know, it's following the program fully. Like my will is let me do it perfect. The notebook, the pen, the quill, the ink. I don't know what. Right. <laughs> so knowing that that didn't work, I have an assignment. Just do it. It's not about it's not, I'm not writing a novel. 
that, you know, I'm not writing a screenplay. I'm, I'm looking at myself to move forward with my recovery, like my life depends on it and understanding that and really realizing I don't want to live that life anymore. I don't want to live the life of hell in the sugar. So what are you doing? You're doing what you're doing. You write it. You write it quickly. Okay, I'll do it. I'm uncomfortable. I'll do it. Just like my ninth step. I didn't get to talk much about that, but I was really uncomfortable. I didn't want to do it. I had to make amends to my ex-husband, top of the list. No, what if? I did it. I did it. My sponsor told me do it. I did it. And guess what? It was better than I ever thought it would be. So it's the gift of desperation, I think, you know, and, and just doing it in spite of and having a deadline. Deadlines really help me. You know, I, I wouldn't, I would still be working on it if it was like, just take your time. It'd be like, you know, 2025 and I'd still be, you know, turning a page slowly, you know, so <laughs> dipping the pen in the ink. So I don't know, hopefully that, that helps you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shirley. And everything you've said has been so helpful. Um, and next we have Kimberly. Hi, I'm Kimberly, compulsive eater. Thank you, Shirley, for your share. I've I've been on the on the other end of one of uh, your outreach calls too, and it was really uh, good to know that you know uh, we're we're family in here. You know what I mean? Where I'm closer to you guys than my blood and we, we get each other. And I'm so grateful for that. You know, I, I kind of wanted to hop on the perfectionism piece also. Um, I can completely relate to trying to find the right journal, you know, right pen, make sure everything is, is lined up. You know, I'm going to have this resentment correspond to this asset. And if it's on a different paper, I might have to rewrite the whole thing again. So it's right down the center. And that's just the way I've always been a student. I've been a perpetual student my whole life. I just love school. And I've had more than one sponsor say, this is not the next great American novel. This is not, you know, it, it, this is not a creative writing course. This is, that's not it. And I think it was our speaker yesterday that shared about like his top, you know, 17 or, or whatever resentments. Like I need to be focused like that. And um, I also, what also helps are 10 steps, you know, and I did some writing um, early this morning about some fears that I had uh, concerning um, a uh, CT scan on my lower back following surgery. The doctor was concerned that I was experiencing numbness and pain again, and I was extremely concerned about it too. And he called me today. That's why I was kind of on and off the meeting. He called me this afternoon and told me, you know, structurally, you're great. There's nothing that you need to worry about. It's just normal. You've been in pain for years. You had a two-day surgery, normal stuff. And it was, I was so grateful to hear that. But I, I also want to internalize that I'm not going to have the perfect journey of recovery in these rooms and the perfect journey and recovery of something as important as a back surgery to me or anything else that we go through in these rooms. The journey isn't going to be perfect. And, um, you know, I, I'm such a drama queen. I want it to be like perfectly tragic or, you know what I mean? Just like that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, just coming from a lot of gratitude today, a lot of faith in God and 
Um, and that's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Sharon, is it time? Um, yeah, we can go, um, there, we have two minutes, but let's go ahead and oh, um, stop, stop the recording now. That's perfect time. And then we can go on with CJ and continue with anyone else who'd like to share unrecorded. <laughs>